This is Pastor Sean and Crystal Crosby, and you're listening to the EFA Church Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Acts 3 Moments. Yes, welcome to Acts 3 Moments, and we're so glad that you're tuning in with us. And for those of you who are live with us right now on Facebook Live, uh, you can send us a, a, a wave or, and, and make sure that you share this. We are so glad that you're a part of this today with us. Hope you've had a good morning so far. Everybody had their morning coffee. Well, it's almost lunchtime, so oh, yeah. <laughs> some, some of you may be getting lunch already. Here we go. All right. We want to talk to you simply this morning about um, worship, and, and Pastor Crystal will get into some more of that in just a moment. So uh, while we get ready... Um, Y'all hit the share button real quick for us so that we can get people logged in and hear the word for today. Good to see you. Yes. I'm going to give everybody just a minute. Just a few seconds here, and we will get started. Are y'all at work today? Let's go. I'm sharing. All right, here we go, guys. All right, we've got some people starting to come on board with us. And so we're going to get started this morning. We're going to talk again about worship. And actually, Pastor Crystal will get in more of that in just a second because we're going to talk about um, either we can worship a cow or we can worship a king. And so that's what we're going to deal with today. I know worship some of you are at work. Worship the cow or worship the king. You're going to choose one or the other today. Right. We pray that you are choosing to worship the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. You know, we were made to worship. Absolutely. And, and not just here. Not just in at EFA or not just wherever you go to church. We were made to worship. Matter of fact, um, one day, whether Jesus comes back or or we leave this world by death, we're gonna go stand before the Lord, and if He welcomes us in, all of heaven is about worship. We were made not just for here. We were made to worship twenty four seven. Now, somebody asked, "What's it like to worship God?" Is it with our words, with our actions? Is it with our work? Is it with our money? Is it with our time, our ties, our relationships, with our lives? And so I want to answer this this way. The biggest question isn't if you'll worship. Y'all catch this now. The biggest question is not if you're going to worship. Everyone is going to worship something. The biggest question is, who will you worship? Absolutely. And that's powerful. Go ahead, Pastor. We are going to worship. And I know that, uh, you know, growing up, and even now we'll say, attend our worship service. And I'm thankful for those times of worship service where we all get to come together and corporately worship the Lord. But honestly, that's got to take place. For you to see the overflow in your services, 
if during a worship service, then that has to take place Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and yep. Saturday. And then we just meet together corporately, and the worship service is powerful because you've been practicing that worship all week long. Thank you for joining us. Y'all hit the share. We're going to talk about worshiping the cow or worshiping the king. We're worshiping one or the other today. And I want to talk to you just a few minutes about Exodus chapter number seven. Many of you know the story of the golden calf um, where the Israelites build a golden calf, but we're going to dig into that just a little bit deeper today. Exodus chapter seven says God begins to use Moses to deliver the children of Israel away from their, their oppressor, uh, oppression. And each of us have our own oppressor in our life today. Every one of us have something that we're going through or just the struggle of life or just the pressures of life. Um, those things that we go through that just feel really feels like we're oppressed by it. Mm-hmm. Well, the children of Israel were definitely oppressed by the Egyptian people, by Pharaoh. And God begins to deliver them out using a man named Moses. And I want you to know that today in these Acts 3 moments that God will use somebody today to deliver you out of that place of oppression that you're in. Um, So don't get hung up in that this morning, that you can't worship and see the king moving in your life. So God begins to use this man to deliver the people out of oppression. Of course, Moses debated back and forth with God about the calling. He didn't feel adequate and are, are confident in himself to be used by God to do such a wonderful thing, to deliver 4 million people out from under the hand of Pharaoh. But God convinced Moses that he was going to be used. And this is what Moses said to Pharaoh. I love that Moses didn't go in after God convinced him that he was called. He walked in that calling. Right. He walked in that anointing. And here's what he said. He said, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews has sent me to tell you, let my people go so they can worship me. But y'all check this part out. This it's is where this is where we want to hit today that they can worship me in the wilderness. In the wilderness. Wow. Look, talk to them about today the places that we worship cuz you know I think a lot of times it's easy for me to worship when everything's good. Yep, yep. When when the kids so, are doing well, when there's plenty of money in the bank, when we got a vacation plan, yep. Lord, it's easy to sing right. a hallelujah. But I, I should have worn my worship harder <laughs> hat today. Um, and so, you know, in the wilderness, they, they worshiped him in the wilderness. Now listen to this. Where 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 are you? Yeah. What what position of life are you in? Not yesterday. Where where are you right now? Mm, think are, about are, that. Just take you, a mental right. a mental examination. Are you, where are you today? Are you in a wilderness place? Are are you on your highest of high or lowest of lows? Mm-hmm. Where are you? Um, are, are are you at the house? Are you on the job this morning? Um, what about your worship? Is it the same worship it is during the the good times that it is in the good, the bad, and the ugly? Where are you at in your worship? You know, are you worshiping in the 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 hard times? Are you worshiping on the mountain? Are you the the same level of worship in the valley? Yeah. Um, where are you at in your worship? Are you worshiping in your sickness, in your disease, in your infirmities, or in your infections? 
you know, it's hard. It's very hard. It's hard to, <laughs> I think that become my praise phrase in the hardest moment of my life as a family, watching people walk through things that we never would have imagined. And the, the Holy Spirit landed that praise phrase in my heart. When it's hard to worship, you worship harder. Yes. And they were in a wilderness situation. So, you know, our worship should not be dictated by our circumstance. And, and we're not saying, okay, I got to pretend like everything's, no, 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 no. There are times that we went through things and we would say, why God? Mm. We, we would ask the Lord. It didn't mean we were sinning. It didn't mean that we didn't trust God or have faith. We would just as simply say, why God? And yeah. then, then get out of that and say, I okay, God, anyway, I yeah. trust you. Because here's the deal. I saw this post this week and, and it said something like this. It's extremely hard to have faith when you don't see anything moving. And I thought, wait a minute. Ain't that what faith is? Faith is I'm going to trust God even though when I don't when I don't see him moving, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to have faith forsaken everything else. I'm going to trust him. That's what faith is. So let me let me tell you this morning, faith is believing God can, believing in his will, believing in his promise and worshiping even though I cannot see it while I'm waiting. While you're waiting, you worship in a wilderness. You worship in the good times. You worship in the bad times. Worship is powerful. Worship destroys the bondage that is the pressure, the oppressing, everything that is holding you and binding you. When you begin to release a worship in your spirit, Mm -hmm. something supernatural happens. That's right. This is not just something that we blab out from from Facebook Live or from a T-shirt or from a platform. This is a lifestyle. It takes place in every situation, all kinds of situations. Absolutely. This takes place. Absolutely. So are you worshiping a cow or are you worshiping a king? And your lifestyle proves that. Yes. Your lifestyle proves your your spirit man, your demeanor, your facial expressions. Everything proves, come on, y'all, mm-hmm. what and whom you are worshiping today. It is so easy to worship an attitude. It is so easy to worship a problem. It is so easy to worship the giant or the mountain that you're facing. But are you going to choose to worship a cow or are you going to choose to worship a king? Yeah. Let's talk about it a little bit more today. In Exodus chapter number 32, Moses had climbed a mountain. Now, Moses was commissioned by God to lead the people of God. The only way that a man of God or a woman of God can lead the people of God is to meet with God. Mm -hmm. And Moses had climbed the mountain to meet with God to receive instruction from God concerning God's people. And that it's necessary. It is necessary for us to have those getaway times with God that we can know what his will and his purpose is for our life. And here's what happened. When the people saw how long it was taken. I want to stop right there for just a minute. So many times we get hung up in how long it is taking God Mm -hmm. to move in our situation. How long am I going to have to face this, God? How long am I going to have to watch this in my life, God? How long is my kids going to be bound by drugs and alcohol? Mm -hmm. How long am I going to have to to go through this horrible situation? Listen, we cannot look at the how long until it begins to rob us of the worship to the living God. So this is exactly where where the people of God were. Mm-hmm. They began to look and, and and they went to Aaron and they said, obviously, 
we're not going to get a word from our, our preacher. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're not going to get a word from our prophet. Yep. Obviously, nobody's going to come lay hands on us and, mm-hmm. and get us out of this situation. So make us somebody, make us a God that can worship us. Y'all watch this. We can this worship. is so powerful. This will be a statement that, that should blow social media up. You will become what you worship. You will become... Now, that okay, preacher, that's a simple statement. Let, let me show this to you. When Israel at this point, this is Exodus 32, when they turned away from the Lord by saying all this, and they said, okay, you build us a calf. You'll become what you worship. You build us a calf, and we're going to turn around, and we're going to worship it. And the Bible said they the people turned aside quickly. They went out of the way, and, and uh, they were... They were difficult, and, and here's what happened. Moses come down, and he, he said this. He said, you are a stiff-necked people. What does that mean, stiff-necked? It means this. It means difficult and stubborn. What he did is he gave them a characteristic of a cow. Mm. You're difficult, you're stubborn, and all throughout the Old Testament, from the golden calf debacle that was happening right now, up and beyond centuries and centuries later, after that event, even the prophet Hosea, he described um, Israel. He said this in Hosea 4, Israel is stubborn like a stubborn cow. Wow. Like a stubborn cow. You will become what you worship so in your life. So be careful, be cautious today that the bad attitude that has come into your spirit, you don't begin to worship that. Mm-hmm. It is so easy to give into those emotions and give into those feelings. Ladies, I'm talking to you today. It's so easy to give into those raging hormones that are going on in your life. Teenagers, let me talk to you today. It's so easy to give in to that bad attitude or that rebellious spirit. We got to be careful because what we begin to elevate in our life, what we begin to pacify mm-hmm. in our life, what we begin to pet or throw out a welcome mat for, we're worshiping that. That's it's exactly called an right. idol. Yes. Anything that that's, that's exactly what they built this day. In mm-hmm. Exodus 32, they got all the earrings and they got all the jewelry and they got all the golden objects and they begin to melt them together. Mm-hmm. Here's what happens in our flesh. We begin to get things of the flesh. That's exactly what they done. They got things of the flesh. It was no longer a supernatural God that they were looking to. It was the things of the flesh. Give me that earring. Give me that piece of jewelry. Mm-hmm. Give me that lamp. Mm-hmm. Let's go melt it all together and yep. make our own mix. Right. Here's what's happening in the flesh and in the in your spirit when you begin to mix up all the negative things mm-hmm. that of the flesh that Satan has put in your life that day let me get this little bit of attitude let me get this little bit of hate let so, me get this little bit of unforgiveness so here, here's what's going on let me get a part of you uh-huh let me get a part of what is you and we're going to put you and we're going to meld it all together and you're going to be worshiping that exactly mm, that, that's so, so exactly powerful. and you begin to worship things of the flesh mm-hmm. more than the things of God mm-hmm. and that thing has become an idol to you and it it doesn't necessarily have to be sin it can be something like too much social media time it can be something like too much bad foods for your body. Anything that that you have elevated above the power and the presence of God, you are forfeiting His power and His presence to worship the cow and not the king. And it's mm-hmm. just not worth it. So they had asked God for His presence. I, I've got to recap this. They've asked God for His presence. 
and they, seen it. They, they've seen the power of God at work. Realize that My this. Realize that this all happened after the Red Sea experience. Yeah. This had all happened after God had miracul- miraculously shown His power. We're waving for the light to come on. <laughs> This had all happened after God had delivered them out of out of bondage. Mm-hmm. They had seen manna fall from heaven. They yep. had seen water from a rock. They had seen God's provision so much, and power. So much of the what about you? How much of the provision of God have you seen over and over and over in your life? But, but yet the cow's bad, moving. Bad one thing. One thing yeah. bad comes. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're going to throw that blessing. Mm-hmm. Let's just throw that blessing in the pot because it's not working for me. Let's just throw. I can't even lift my. Let's throw this worship in there because it's not good for me. Let's throw this heartache because God's not moving for me. They had seen all the blessings that could ever be seen, but, but. They are about to forfeit every promise, everything they've seen, every promise by worshiping a cow and not the king. Man, what a powerful word this morning that we redirect our focus and focus on the king today. The mm-hmm. king is, he's not just your healing. He is the healer. He's not just your re- restoration. He is your restorer. He's not just a Jesus on a throne that is vacant from your life. Make room for the king today. Mm-hmm. Listen, they made room for a cow that day, but that cow couldn't save them. That cow couldn't lead them. That cow couldn't provide for them. Don't worship a cow that can do nothing for you. Worship the king that can move mountains and slay giants in your life. Come on. Let's make room for him and his presence today. Amen. We love you guys. Thank you for taking your time out during your busy schedule and busy day to tune in with us. We love you. We appreciate you so much. As always, that I love to say, if you need me, you let me know. God bless. We love you so much. See you soon.